Everybody listen to We're Not Wizards. Because we are the best. And we're not wizards. No matter what anybody says. Goodbye. My son comes up to me the other day and he says, Daddy. And I say, What, son? He says, Am I stereotype? And I grabbed him by his little fat head and I said, Jethro, what do you think? (laughs) (laughs) That's all you really need, though. That is all you really need. Hello and welcome to another episode of We Are Not Wizards. My name's Richard and I shall be your host for this lovely, wonderful evening that we have in May. Now joining me tonight I have a couple of what I can only say is upstanding, polite and wonderful gentlemen who are here to talk to me not only about the wonders of tabletop but also to talk about putting the world's wrongs to rights. I have with me and they're too distinguished and almost esteemed gentlemen. Um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about them first before we start. Um, the, my first, um, I must say my first guest is a gentleman, um, well, he's, he's, he's by the name of, of Gabby uh, Morega. Um, now he is, he has a, an illustrious career as a, as a full-time stunt driver. You may have known him. He drove Kit several times in Night Rider. Um, he was the main truck driver in BJ and the Bear, and then he went on to voice um, Optimus Prime in the Transformers uh, movie. So I've got Gabby with me. And then I've got his right honourable lord, um, Jerry Baker III, um, who, as you know, is one of the main founders of the tabletop movement, and we're here to describe all different types of movements tonight, good ones and bad ones. So good evening, gentlemen. Thank you for having us on. (laughs) I don't even know where I'm going with that. That was Optimus uh, Prime, right? That was that was me trying to take a kind of an angle where it was going to be like kind of <laughs> in, interesting. Run. I was going to sound educational. I was going to sound educated. I was actually going to call you, um, Gabby, I was going to call you Lord Punnington. <laughs> that'll work. That'll work. Because that'll work as well. Because um, I'm, I'm talking in a silly voice. <laughs> I'm talking in a silly voice as normal because that's how it talks. So thanks very much. <laughs> it's all um, silly well, I was to also, Americans. I was trying to be kind of educated and I was trying to be um, a bit um, stuck up. I was almost going to try and be a little bit snobby because um, Jerry and Gabby are from the board game Snobs, which is um, one of the highlights of my week, I would say. It's kind of like waking up in the morning and realizing you don't have a cough. <laughs> You know, it's that kind of that kind of highlight that we have. So, um, I thought it was about time we would bring them on for the potentially this very special. Um, and I'm going to have to commit to this, and or either edit it out later. So I'm going to put a couple of numbers in here. Our 398th episode, our 
397th episode or episode 400 yay so now i've covered all the bases <laughs> just depending on when this goes out um how you doing gentlemen anyway how you how are how, how are you gabby first of all me, how, me, how the oh, devil me. are you sir uh, how am i or who am i <laughs> nobody knows um, who i am so let's who, just go with how am who, i i'm who well is, who is any of us who are we in the uh, stardust of the universe? We're just molecules made up, you know? <laughs> Is this where we're going? We're going with philosophy. That's it. Jerry, going it. Jerry we're can going, you bring we're us back talk about the, the origins. <laughs> we're talking about the origins of life, right? I don't know what's going on. The last I know, we were talking about movements, which is, uh, yes, I, I would vowel, say, that, that my favorite movement. Uh, and also, it, it begins every morning when I listen to the We're Not Wizards podcast, which is also a philosophical question to try to figure out yeah. what, what if he's not a wizard, then what exactly is Richard? See, it depends because it's always been, because we're, you know, we're we're at the end, we're at the end of the road and things are coming to of a the universe. No, I, I think they're coming to a conclusion. You know, we're we're at, we're four hundred in. It's about time we explain ourselves. Okay, <laughs> the the name of the podcast. Have you never explained the name of the podcast this whole time? I don't think I've really explained the name of the podcast. I think I've guessed it on other places, and I think people have asked. But there's two folds to the name of the podcast. The one is the obviously the the declaration that we're not wizards. And then there's the other declaration. If you look at, I mean, that's a rather that's a rather general declaration. You could say like we're not rocket scientists, and yes, that's true. Yes, but then it comes in if you actually look at the domain name, the pronunciation is slightly different. And you know, we were not wizards. I never thought so, of that. So, are you a retired wizard? Is that what you're alluding to, or a wizard that was for some reason kicked out of the guild? He's Maybe guildless. it's a couple of different things. Maybe it is could could be the possibility mm. that maybe I have the last three hundred and ninety nine shows been lulling people into a false sense of security. <laughs> You've certainly been lulling people into something, <laughs> that's for sure. Your smooth, <laughs> calm voice, that 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 accent that you have for someone like myself is just a it, it's it's borderline intoxicating. It well, I say intoxicating. I'm on my second intoxicating right you now. You must be intoxicated. I am. I, I got it. I, I thought it. I, I thought I've, it appropriate. I've made several comments about ASMR. Are you familiar with that? I am. I am familiar. Um, I believe that they were a techno funk band <laughs> from the 1980s. Yes, and and then they came back with actually people kind of. Kind of, kind of, kind of doing this and going. I think you're thinking so of RDTL. I'm just gonna, um, I'm just gonna, um, I'm just gonna unzip my zip. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, oh, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, I'm falling asleep right now. That is and making I, my, know, it has making my brain tingle the right there. Your it's voice is very good for ASMR, though, because it's soft in a in a pleasant way, and your Scottish lilt. Is that mm. is that the word lilt? It's very pleasant to the ears. I think you just need to go thing. from you need to just go from left ear to right ear, and then put it on YouTube. You'll be mm -hmm. you'll you'll have way more uh, downloads than you have right now. 
<laughs> yeah, this board game thing. You need to get out of that, Richard. Your uh, your true calling is putting uh, middle aged men who have tendonitis to sleep at night. Let's talk download numbers. What are you getting? <laughs> <laughs> That's private now. Don't be asking. Clearly, clearly, um, clearly not enough. If I'm asking you guys on, I don't <laughs> exactly. Like I'll, you're really scraping the bottom of the barrel. I, I'll not. I'll be like, okay. Let's level. Okay, let's level here. Okay, when we planned this out originally, okay, I had the BGG awards in mind, not for myself because I don't have the community. But I was thinking, right, I was going to, I hedged my bets wrong, gentlemen. That's what's <laughs> happened. Was that I, what was going to happen was that I was going to have, um, I was hopefully going to have somebody on and say, okay, and the highly nominated, you know, BGG podcast guys from Board Game Snobs. And it turned out that you're as popular as I am because neither yeah, of exactly. us, neither of us appeared, neither of us appeared in the list. And then, but to top it off, everybody else did. So board game, um, board game barrage. Who? Did. Yeah, and <laughs> exactly. You, you, you should have went for um, either uh, Kellen or Dan know, Hughes or Mike. Yeah. Somebody, somebody besides uh, us. Dan Hughes has Spadula. like eighteen podcasts. That guy creates a podcast every weekend, and one one minute's about board games, the other minute's about ranking trash he found out in his yard or extra virgin <laughs> olive oil that somebody threw on his car or threw his windshield or something i don't know I, that 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 man i don't uh, think there's anything wrong with that i don't, think I don't there's think anything wrong, wrong with it either i enjoy it I, I enjoy it greatly it's just the you know british television shows have a uh they're known for you know going for like four episodes and then calling it that's the season that's the finale i feel like that's how uh that's how Dan Hughes does his podcast. He'll start one, do a few episodes. Okay, start another. But one of these days, one of them is going to stick because I listen to you all did, of them. You did just have Ben Maddox on, though, and that was quite possibly one of the best things I've heard in a long time. Let me tell you, I love Ben Maddox. Let me tell you that um, if me and ba- if me and Ben Maddox probably met in person, then there would be lots of cuddling going on <laughs> in gaming. Because, Maddox. yeah. There's something about there's something about the voice, and you know he'd take care of you. You know he would take care of you, and he and he'd be suggesting things as well. He'd be suggesting a quick walk out in the country and stuff like that. You know, suggesting things like subliminally or what? Just he just come hey, out and just say, doing? "Let's go for a walk." You know, he's just like that's what. That's the kind of person that he is. You know, he's kind of like there's. You know, this is what I'm. I'm just bearing my my entire soul here, but you know, bear. Ben is one of these people that um, I think deserves somebody to look at him and go, that's really good. Let's see how we can put this all over the place and put him places. Because there's a certain um, there's a certain kind of nuance and there's a certain way that he carries himself in the interviews and he's always speaking to these wonderful designers that I would never have the courage to ever you know, my my concern is if I was speaking to half the people that he spoke spoke to, I would sound more like an idiot than I already sound. And I don't want to sound like that. I don't want to be, I don't want to be that idiot. So what I'm, I guess, going back to my original point is that I was expecting you to, the both of you, to pull your finger out to get stuff done and to <laughs> actually we, appear where, where as finalists in the board game geek. <laughs> 
Well, I don't first off. <laughs> yeah. well, first off, yeah. Oh, speaking of movements, here we go. <laughs> okay. that, yeah, that's the classiness there. Uh, <laughs> Did you before- not know that, Joe? Oh, you've got a. I'm sorry to cut across you, Jerry, but Gabby, if you, do you not know the joke about the incontinent math teacher? Uh, apparently not. You tried to work it out with a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing Been that there, down. Been there, done that. Uh, no, it's constipated. I got that wrong. I got that wrong. <laughs> I have to it's ask you. I have to, as, 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 as an American, I'm fascinated with Scotland. Right. And, Although uh, we didn't know where it was at until last week. No. Well, this is our thing. We're like Me and Jerry started right. doing like hurried research on like where is Scotland. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? It's not Ireland. We learned that. <laughs> See, okay, this is this is an issue. Now, we have a lot of American <laughs> listeners, and the issue that you've got, right, is that, you know, and I'll speak in fluent American for this, is your y'all education system teaches us that you all, y'all think that England is the big country and yep. that Scotland's part of England, and that's just wrong. It's wrong in so many levels. William and I still Wallace fixed that, right? It just, it's not, it's... It's a slight annoyance. It's a slight annoyance. It's like a paper cut that somebody poured lemon juice over it and then they come (laughs) over and say, oh, I'm really sorry, and they pour vinegar on it instead. We're not, we have a very, very different, we have a very, very different identity. And I thought, and this is what kind of bugs me a little bit, and you can maybe either kind of agree or disagree with me, is that for a country, well, a country such as the United States of America, where you all have your individual states and your identities and things like that, that I would have thought that you would have been more open to having places joined together, having their own kind of identities and stuff. I didn't think there would be a likelihood for a confusion, but you guys have been told that we are part of England for years, and I just don't think that's ever going to change. But we are on the same island, and it's really weird because Ireland's to the, Ireland itself is to the left of Scotland um, to the and England. Left. And Scotland go, and England are joined together. Go up, and turn you, left. There you go. There you go. So, okay. So, as a Scottish, right. is, is, okay, are you, uh, uh, is it, uh, okay, who is more important to you as like a Scottish they, person? Is it, is it William Wallace or Rob Roy? They don't have a queen, do they, anymore? Do y'all have Mary? a queen? Mary, know, Queen of Scots. No. We don't have a queen anymore. Don't have a queen anymore. <clears throat> we don't William have a queen Wallace. Anymore. Are you team hashtag team William Wallace or hashtag team Rob Roy? Well, see, this is where it gets confusing because um, being on hashtag team William Wallace suggests that you're a big fan of Mel Gibson. Uh, mm. Likes a, a drink, a famous, gets a, a bit famous racist. Host- a famous Australian, by the way, not even Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> There's a brilliant story about William Wallace and a statue, um, in in Stirling, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you after I've after I've, I've gone through this, but um, basically, um, but being on the ro- hashtag Rob Roy means that you not only get, you know, Liam Neeson, I will find you, but you also get. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, a famous Irishman, by the way, not even Scottish either. It's not even Scottish either. He's, you know, he, but he never, he's like, um, he's kind of like the Irish Sean Connery. 
because Sean Connery, I mean, the greatest... Another great, great Scotchman. But he never, ever changed his accent. He's like, no, I was no. always amazed. <laughs> I was always amazed, okay? Now, we're, we're going off on tangents, but that is fine because we don't even need to talk about board games. But I was always amazed at the fact that Sean Connery got uh, got an Oscar um, for his role in The Untouchables. <coughs> always amazed at that. That's a great Kevin Costner movie. That's a great Kevin a Costner great, movie. It's a great Kevin Costner movie. Uh, and uh, Kevin Costner was a great actor. He still Sean, Sean Connery, on the other hand, just went, oh, you're messing with a J-pal. <laughs> and oh, who, would, who would claim to be him who he's not? And that was it. Elliot, like, Elliot Nash. And there's, there's the bit with Andy Garcia, who's even tried, he's he's kind of putting the accent on. You know, and, he, and 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 you know, Sean Connery says he's he's probably his phrase you're not able to say nowadays. You know, there's always one Stephen, and you know, and that ruins the whole day. And he turns around and he goes, "That's better than being a kind of an, an Irish stuck-up pig," which is apparently still <laughs> fine to say. But um, well, that never, we expected you to sound there, like you know, Sean Connery. Did. So, 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 anyways, in this Scotland is Going great. Back, Scotland's great here, for for coming up with well, great actors. And yes. I have I have my top five Scottish actors for you. Actually, I don't know if the, some of these are actors; they're just famous people. Dan Hughes might be. Did listening you get this off of okay. BuzzFeed.com, okay. Gary? Can we just can we just circle back and can we finish off the fact that I still believe that I think Rob Roy, I would pick Rob Roy over William Wallace just because mm. with Rob Roy you also get Tim Roth as well. Which there is, you go. There you go. Which is there you go. So that's the winning, and he's he is also. He's an English person, so we've not. We're talking about two Scottish films that don't have any Scottish people. <laughs> and well, that's well, just like uh, our, uh, you know, our Marvel superheroes are all inhabited by English actors. So it's all it all works all the out. Bad in the guys end. are Tom Hiddleston. There you go. Is uh, it? Yeah, Toby. Mar- uh, no, not Toby Maguire. Who's uh, uh, the young Spider Man? The guy oh my that, goodness! Oh, yeah, I can't think of his name. He always looks like he's got something in his mouth. He's English. He's yeah, English. Uh, uh, I don't watch Spider Man. I haven't even watched. Why it. do you not watch? Why do you not watch um, Spider Man? I don't. Well, I mean, Spider Man. I've watched the old Spider Man with Tobey Maguire and all that, but I don't watch the Marvel uh, superhero stuff because I'm an adult, and I, I just, I just Wh- missed wait, out. On, I just missed what? out on that Marvel stuff. You just don't like fun. That's what it boils I down don't, to. I don't enjoy fun. I don't, I don't enjoy that type of fantasy. That's why Jerry fantasy. plays like the games he plays, because he doesn't enjoy fun. No, yeah. let's play GMT's uh, whatever this is. And let's like uh, read a rule chits. book. Let's push, let's push some chits <laughs> and uh, read a rule book that's 300 pages long with no pictures. I'd like to get back bef- but to my top five Scottish actors. Please. Tom Holland is an English accent. That's Tom Holland, that's it. Tom that's Holland, fun. yes. Oh, well, the number well, one Scottish I? actor is Sean Connery. That's just number one. That's case closed, right? Nope. Nope. Ian McGregor. No, no. Nope. Ian McGregor. Nope. Okay, top five. You're Henry. talking about James Bond. Uh, the original James Bond. Nope, he's not even not top the, five. He's not even top five for you're me. You're a foolish man. You're a nope, foolish he's man. he's not the best. You not ready the for best this? Bond. You ready for this? Right, okay. 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 Honor, honorary <sighs> mention. Doug Sean Scott. Connery. Dougree Scott. I feel sorry for the guy. He could have been James Bond. <laughs> Mission Impossible st- 2 ruined him. <laughs> yeah, Mission Impossible 2 ruined him. Sorry, Dougree Scott. Okay, number five. 
James McAvoy. Oh God, that's a good show. I love that man. He's, he's that is a good show. He's good. I mean, at he's good. He's good. He's better no, Sean than Connery. Good. He's better than good. All right, number four, Ian Glenn, the guy off of uh, Game of Thrones, but I know him as uh, what's his face? Oh man. Oh the yeah, detective. clearly, clearly you know him. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're prep showing. Yeah, I'm prep yeah. showing. I can't think of the name now. It'll come to me a second. But Ian Glenn, oh, yeah. you know who I'm clearly talking about. Clearly, an amazing actor. Yes, go ahead. Just gonna, just gonna leave you hanging there. I'm gonna check. Do you know what? While you're frantically, if you, <laughs> he's frantically, if you Jersey. read out, if you read out your stuff, okay, slow enough, Jerry. Ian Glenn, he was on Game of Thrones, and uh, he did. Uh, <sighs> He did the uh, stop. The, go the, the next one. Trilogy. You can't remember number anything. Three. Number three, Ewan McGregor. Okay, I'll give you Ewan or Ewan. I don't know what I said. Ewan. 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 That's what I said. Okay. Ewan. That's, we were that's both exactly. Wrong. You said Ewan. Ewan. You said Ewan. He did say I thought that's how Ewan. You said Ewan. Ewan. Ewan McGregor. <laughs> that guy. Ewan. Number He's three. Good. Connor McGregor, the famous fighter, right? <laughs> no, he makes a good proper 12, though. Number two, are you ready for That's this? Irish he's not anyway. an actor. But no, he's, he's probably, okay. he is this the greatest host next to you, Richard. Can I call you Richard? Yeah. And, and, and if you were in Texas, we'd call you Dick. Because that's the uh, nickname for uh, people named Richard. But I don't know if that translates to Scotland. You're just well, rich. it does, but it usually ends up with us going outside and having a conversation <laughs> about it, sweetheart. Okay, so let us have a conversation <laughs> about what you just called me, son. The best Scottish <laughs> host of any talk show host ever, Craig yeah. Ferguson. Craig Ferguson. Ah, oh, now really? I'm with you with I Craig. Love Craig Ferguson. Let's see about Craig Ferguson for a while, because Craig Craig Ferguson, right? Yes. In all fairness, in all fairness, was one of these guys who never kind of appeared on anybody's radar at all. Like, he was never, ever big. He was kind of big-ish in Scotland. I think he did comedy shows. He did a couple of acting shows. He did a film, um, a glorious film called The Big Tease, where he played like a hairdresser um, who was in charge of doing this kind of big competition he was trying to do, and he was trying to win this hair sculpting competition. It was... Look, it was a good film. It was a fun film. It was never going anywhere. It's and then neither he here nor there. Neither here nor. <laughs> yes. Right. That's yes. a good one. That is a good one. We're going to give that ding <laughs> one point. You get another five of these, you win the microwave. He was on the Gary. Drew Carey show as well. Yes, he was. But on the other side of it, right? Then he disappeared off, and then the next thing you know, right? And this isn't announced. All of a sudden, he's this huge American chat show. We're all sitting there. People thought he'd, like, gone, disappeared. He'd ended up kind of getting a different day job altogether. You know, he just wasn't. And then all of a sudden, he was like, Craig Ferguson, he's everywhere. He's a huge chat show kind of hosting. And I just wondered what's going on. So we, it's really funny. People in Scotland maybe have a different view of Craigie Boy. Really? Because yeah, because he's just not he's just not on the radar as much as well, everybody he was else. On the late, Craig, late show. Craig Ferguson to, be fair, to me he wasn't was like the best time. late night talk show host ever. And the co host that he had, Jeff the little skeleton, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean that's basically what we modeled the board game snobs after. Is I'm Craig and Gobby's the skeleton. It's Craig and then Conan. Except if you were a fat skeleton. Uh <laughs> 
and uh, <laughs> see, that's just awful. Big bone, big bone. I'm used to it. Number Big one, are you, you know, ready? You're just, you remind me of my yeah, father, okay. Jerry. He too insulted me as I grew up. Oh, it's okay. I <laughs> am your I daddy. I cried. Uh, <laughs> number wait, wait, wait. One. We need a drum. No, no, wait. We need a drum roll. You need what? a drum roll for this. We need a drum roll. Hey, Gabby, cl- clap your butt cheeks together. <laughs> oh, let me get up. Let me start twerking. I'm twerking right now. <laughs> Kelly McDonald. David no. Tennant. I love I David not- Tennant. I love David Tennant. I was not expecting that. You weren't expecting David Tennant? Why not? Do y'all not like David Tennant? Jerry, Jerry, come on. I know you, oh, you're trying to be obscure and a hipster. You you got David Tennant over Sean freaking Connery? I'm going by quality, not quantity. Uh, The Rock? Wow. James Bond, pick one, Doctor No. Oh, The Rock. Oh, please. Entrapment? Are oh, you please. freaking kidding me? I watched Entrapment yeah. four Hunt times. Hunt for Red October I where he played a Russian with a R- Scottish... Uh, R- Ryan, most things on here don't rack well to bullets. What is that? What is that? French? Ryan, Come Ryan, on. I watched, what are you even things. doing? <laughs> I watched Entrapment the four times queen. before I even knew Sean Connery was in it. All right. David Tennant. In it and to Patrick, win it. David Tennant and Patrick Stewart. David Tennant. More like as, more, uh, David Ten. it. More like David Five it. Wow! No. The rankings go no. right. You, you lose right? a point for that one. <laughs> just give me, I mean, I'm just no. Just give me the a second. I just, oh, I'm just getting the waiter. Don't erase my I'm point, getting, Richard. Don't waiter, waiter. Can we have a saucer of cream here for table table five? Mm. Okay, well, that was Katty. Well, okay, no how about that. this? How about this? All right, how forget about forget actors and actresses. What about mm-hmm. Scottish scientists and philosophers? Did you know Robert Watson Watt invented? The radar, pretty much. And he was Scottish. <laughs> exactly. No. He admitted exactly. the radar. Well, not technically. <laughs> <laughs> it says he's considered Surely by bats many. Were there first of all? Although, Dolphins. <laughs> you know, most poor poisons. Oh wait, hey, hey, Richard. What? Speaking of Mary Queen of Scot. Right. Right. She invented the radar, did she? No, 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 no. Well, maybe if she, she invented the radar, she would have she, seen, like, her impending death kind of coming <laughs> as a big blip. <laughs> did you know she, at 15 years old, was into marine life because she married a dolphin? And now you're in the that's, negative. <laughs> that's true. Oh, the, Lord. That's AKA dope. a French heir, a dolphin. Anybody? Anybody? But Dan Thoreau right now is laughing his Dan, head off. He's, but you're he's not. laughing. French historians no, no. are laughing. A dolphin. Want, Let's I talk didn't. about world's famous dolphins. <laughs> I'd like to talk about an animal that is the national <laughs> animal of Scotland. Wait, I'm not done. Did you know that a Scottish person invented penicillin? Yes. yes. Alexander Fleming. Alexander Fleming. He you also the, did the, James Bond. <laughs> no, that, no, was, that Ian. was Ian. That was Fleming. his cousin. No, no. <laughs> that was his oh, cousin. for goodness sake. Did you know that Did we you? invented tarmac as well? Tarmac? You know, yeah. That's how you land a plane. That's what the planes land on? That's what the roads are made of. Come on. We call that asphalt. It's, well, it wasn't. It's, it wasn't, not, it's no. not tarmac down here in Texas. It's asphalt. It's definitely somebody's fault that you named it the wrong thing because it's called tarmac. Uh, the scars say arse. Oh, it's arse. Arsefault. Arsefault. 
it's not called that. No, uh, no that's that's what it's called here. That's what it's called here. And also, it's not called that. Y'all's y'all's uh, famous uh, national okay. animal. I want to talk about mm-hmm. that, Richard. What's that? You, you don't know what your national animal is? It's a duck. No. It's a unicorn. It's a unicorn. You know. <laughs> it's a unicorn. Yeah. Do you know what a group of unicorns is called? Nothing. A rainbow. Because they don't exist. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Why did y'all pick a unicorn? Because their unicorns are cool. <laughs> it's like I a don't Pegasus. know about that. Unicorns are cool. It's a, like a horse with a huge horn on it. I mean, <laughs> what's not cool to, cool about that? I mean, you you can mock, right? But you don't have literally, literally every single child around about the age of six wanting to like draw, you know, your national exactly. animal. Did you know, Jerry? Unless it's in the classroom, unless people go, yeah, let's look at our bald eagle. Jerry, that's a stupid sounded name for an animal. Bald it's a eagle. Bald eagle. It's a majestic did you know, animal. Did you, did you know Jerry saved one of our national birds I'm a just hero. a couple weeks ago? Have you, ever no, you saved, have you ever saved a unicorn, Richard? Yeah, of course you can. Of course you can, in your dreams. Of course well, I can. Of course you can. That's Napoleon's homeland, right? Of course I can. Yes, he was a Corsican. That's minus five now, Gabby. Come Gabby, on, you're, you're just lost. I didn't get points. I didn't you get know. to talk about Ben Mannix. I, y'all skipped over Ben Mannix. I had no. We're just on going ben everywhere. It's just like we're just going well, everywhere. Right, okay, go. well let's establish. Let's establish one thing. Okay. Okay. Right. Go ahead. Unicorns. Unicorns. Kind of exist. If people believe enough, right? <laughs> then they must exist. Because I, there's I so many of them. There's so many of them. There's so many pictures. There's like, there's even films. There's a legend film with, you know, a very young t- t- uh, Tom Cruise in it. Yes. Um, and, and that was all about unicorns. So that kind of shows that they kind of exist there. I and I reckon that people would rather have <laughs> unicorns existing than bald eagles. If you put it to something Scottish. I, I, I'm saying, if you reckon if something, it's got to be pretty serious. I but prefer, a bald eagle is I prefer a bicorn. It's just a bird. It's just another bird. You could just get another. But you know what? At the moment, your national animal is a duck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh that's uh, where I'm just putting that. Anyway, Ben Maddox. Sorry, Jerry. You can buy, you talk ben about Maddox. Ben Maddox. Yeah. I, I don't I listen to his uh his musings, his reviews. He's very mm-hmm. verbose. Um I, I feel like every time he's speaking he's like brainwashing me. I don't realize I think Ben Maddox is one of the few people out there who's trying to be uh he's very open about what he wants to be in the industry. But mm-hmm. but the way that he is, he should just move to uh, the South here in the United States and just start a cult. Because the way that he speaks, as smooth as he is, he'd get a following pretty quickly. We're big on that. He's a uh, he's a he's a very intelligent would he, and very. Would he move? Would he move to Waco? <laughs> well, that's a great show, by the way. Uh, but yeah, he's he's he's. He is one of the, and, and not excluding yourself, Richard, because I think you're kind of the uh, you're kind of the premier. He's the interview uh, connoisseur. Richard is. Yes, these. Thank you, Yoda. Uh, <laughs> he's, a, he's a great. <laughs> you're a great interviewer because you tend to uh, 
you tend to stifle your own personality and your own uh, your own energy to allow the guests to kind of shine, sp- shine and spill as that we out. are right now. <laughs> and so you come across to be as being uninteresting, an un- uninteresting. I can't say that correctly. And uh, but rather you are. You do a great job. You're a great interviewer, Richard. You're not even really an interviewer. You're more like an interrogator. It's like when people are around you, they feel the need to spill their guts. Uh, ben Maddox, however, mm-hmm. Ben yeah. Maddox, that guy's scary. Like ben? I would be scared to be on his show because he really? asks. Yes, he asks, he asks questions that are so thoughtful and meaningful and they're like things that I don't want to think about. I feel like but if I was he, on the show, he just burst into tears. He lost the Golden Geek, so it's more like has been Maddox. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh, that was mean. I'm just oh, kidding. Just I'm cut. just kidding. I did oh, that for pun purpose. I only did that to get myself a point. <laughs> Gobby doesn't even know who Ben Maddox is. He's too loquacious he for him. That's he's false. Too be- he's, too be- he's too better. He's too better because he looked but to the that's list what and he says, we how do we like get nominated him? on Have the Have you BGT listened to list? Jerry? Jerry's bitter. That's why he likes Ben so much because yeah, we listened to bitter. Ben on your I, interview and it was amazing. And we agreed with everything Ben said. Not, <laughs> <laughs> which, which is something that's rare for me. I'm often scared when I agree with somebody. But Ben actually said something once that really mm-hmm. resonated with um, just the way that we view board games and reviews as a whole because he often talks about the whole media aspect of, of the board games of, of just board game media he said that reviews are a call for restraint which he basically took he stole that from me because I've been saying that for years I just hadn't said it that particular way he took you that did, thought you from didn't my say it on a podcast or in front of enough people to listen or right. enough people who cared or so listened. I think you, you murmured it at the bus stop when said, you were like having a cry. He said it to Enrique like five years drunk. ago. Yeah, that's turned that. around to Enrique and said, "Boy, <laughs> <laughs> my reviews are about was great." And Enrique said, "What, is it, what are you talking about?" Yeah. Put some oh. yeah, and he on. grabbed him by the shoulder and went, "Enrique, come here, come here." Speaking of Enrique, Speaking yeah. of Enrique, about five seconds yeah. before we started this podcast, he he texts me and says, <laughs> do you know that Jesus bowls? And I said, what? And then he sent me a picture wow. of of a movie on Blu-ray entitled yes. The Jesus Rolls, which I guess is a, a uh, offshoot of The Big Lebowski. And he sent that, that to me. Literally, I haven't seen the kid or talked to him in a month. And this is the first thing he sends me. He doesn't call the check on me. He just calls to let me know that Jesus is a bowler. And also he knows that I bowl. So if people are listening to us for the first time on Richard's podcast, what do you think they're going to gain? <laughs> uh, I think they're going to gain that we are just as friendly and loving oh. as Richard is. We're trying to siphon off of Richard's credibility. Richard's a credible person. He's been doing this I'm for hardly f- a credible person. This is his 400th episode. This is that's, the 400th episode. Now you've 300 just more than that because I now have to edit and to make sure it is this episode. Is, I want this to be the 400th episode because well, we could make it the episode 400, then and then we could do that. I want that to be this, the case. That would be amazing. The difference, right? The different, the the fundamental difference between me and Ben is that Ben leads the conversation. 
Is that Ben got nominated for a Golden Gig? If he was right, and apart, yeah, okay, there's that as well. Thank you, sick burn. You know, I, I love you, saucer Richard. of cream, please, waiter, and can I have some after sun as well? Because that, you know, I currently feel I should be wrapping myself on tinfoil because that was just so, you, need, you need a so weighted deliciously blanket to that <laughs> Anyway. The difference between me and Ben Maddox is Ben Maddox is like leading the dance. He knows where he wants to take the dance. Yeah. Yes. Whereas I genuinely take the, depending on what the guest wants to do, if the guest wants to do a foxtrot, we'll do a foxtrot. If they want to do a flamenco, we'll do a flamenco. If they want to do American smooth, we're doing American smooth. I will generally let the conversation go where it wants to go and then it lasts as long as it needs to last and then it finishes up and there's no kind of agenda so and sometimes and I I spoke to some people about this and um, they said that sometimes guesting on podcasts especially board game podcasts can be like doing the PR circuit because all of a sudden you'll see four or five interviews across different podcasts with the same person who's currently going to got a project going. But my view on that is, and I always do this, and I joke, it's actually a joke in the show, oh, like we're 40 minutes into the show and we still haven't talked about the game that you're, you come here to talk about in the first place. But the reason for that is I want to find out about these people because it takes a certain type of person to put their ass out there and say, I've generated a product I want you to consider giving me money for that product. And I think just by having somebody on and just talking about their game or talking about their product devalues that person and all the trials and tribulations and struggles and everything like that that they went through, which is why we have the conversation. And sometimes if it means talking about um, talking about them as a person and talking about where they came from and their education and what it was like growing up, then I think that gives a better understanding that drives the reason that people do things. And that's why I do it. Whereas Ben, obviously, he targets generally a lot more people who are well-established and he doesn't generally speak to many media people, if any kind of media people at all. That is true. He tends to shy away from that, and his crowd mm. of people that he uh, he focuses on are these. Yeah. Uh, he does interviews with people that I would never think to interview, which we don't do interviews for obvious reasons, because we can't stay on topic long enough. Which ones begs the question, We've done Richard, two. Is hmm. that... We've done two. Uh, is uh, Richard is wh- our third. Why do you do this? Why do I do this? For the glory, obviously. Obviously. You've done 400 episodes. This is your 400th episode. What made you settle into the genre of interviews? Because that's what I was thinking about. And uh, I was watching uh, Matthew Jude did. He's, you know, he's on Watch It Played. He's he's in with big gaming now. He's sexy. So, so like, he had this thing. He is. He, he talked about how Heavy Cardboard won, you know, Golden Geeks podcast. You know, hmm. and he was like, I, 
they should it was a, it was kind of a joke because he was promoting this game as broken but he said they should promote informational podcasts with like dice tower dice tower news this stuff like that then you have several interview style podcasts which would be richard and ben and several others mm-hmm. even sporadically bored they they do their banter then they interview people then i don't know what we would be classified as whatever entertainment <laughs> What a random, random. Pod- no, 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 no. Don't sell yourself short here because there's genuinely people that that need what you guys provide. Because I was, we were talking, which about, is this what? came up which in, is, a, from in a Reddit this came up in a, What is it? No, this came up in a Reddit thread and, and, and you see it all the time. And this is one thing, I don't know, it kind of. It kind of annoys me that people haven't categorized kind of podcasts a little bit more. Because all I see is I see the thing on Reddit or I see it on a board game Facebook page. What's the best kind of board game podcasts? And people go, oh, shut up and sit down. And they say, oh, the secret cabal. And they say this, you know, the same things again and again and again. And you're just like going, well, but it depends on the question, what the question you're asking is. Because um, in terms of what kind of, podcast you're looking for now somebody said to me right I'm looking for a podcast that just talks about games and I want to listen to people talk about games and that's it now I can go to the very dry side which is so very wrong about games and they just talk about games and there's no personality there very little personality there at all that's how they run things they talk about games they give their opinions they've done very very well and they have a very good following okay then you get the inner you you, then you go down you start to go down the or up the scale in terms of personality and you get your board game barrage which is kind of like the they're guys that give the opinions but the opinions are very very personality type driven things yeah when kellen gives his opinion it's not you know he's not he's coming and saying here's my opinion and this is why your opinion is completely wrong and then you get into guys like yourself where i really like your conversational style because it is generally two people having the best time ever chatting about board games and that's and then you're learning like what and it's almost like you can learn about the personality types of your your both your good selves, and it gives a real insight that if I'm enjoying the show and if I'm enjoying the podcast, there's a likelihood I'll also potentially enjoy the games that you guys are playing as well. So I listen. It's very very difficult. Okay, board games are fun to play, yeah, but board games themselves are really difficult, dry material to kind of actually talk about. With any level of excitement, They're, unless you've created the IP. They're terrible yeah. to talk about. Um, what else yeah. do you like about us? <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they are, board games are terrible to talk about. And uh, they're, they are a, because they're so, they're so subjective. And as, as much as I have declared to Gabi that there is objective truth with mm. various board games, that this is, this is game is obviously better than this game type thing. Um, well, and I think that most board game media find it necessary to be super positive, which is mm. a good thing in the world. There's enough negative things in the world, but do you think so? I think so. It's like you know they uh, they're all you know clean cut, doing this, doing mm. that, and super positive. 
I wouldn't necessarily. I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily say that. It, dep- no, it depends so. on who you float around. Because if I I watched um, I watched um. I, well, I, I heard Mike Delisio has been talking about Cloud Spire and how he really likes the game and he's really enjoying it and everything mm-hmm. like that. Mike and you know Mike Delisio. Delisioso. Mm, he is that guy. Mm-hmm. He is. You know, I, I told Jerry this the other day. And mm-hmm. I don't mean this as flattery. I mean it as fact. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Mike Delisio <clears throat> had to clear my voice then. Just then, I'm getting choked up just talking about him. Everybody does. <laughs> he is one. Uh, like I, I'm sad that he's just now a new member of the Dice Tower because he is one of the. He is positive. He is very uh, eloquacious in his speech. And mm-hmm. like he just has a voice, and voice and all that stuff matters, especially in podcasting. And now he's on video. I don't know how that works, Mike. Sorry, but uh, he's pleasant looking as well. Fortunately, so but I've, I've met him. I've actually met him. <laughs> I, I've been in this. I've been in. I his listen presence. to your podcast with him, and he is always funny. He's always witty. Like Mike to me is one of the perfect like straight men of podcasting. I love that guy. I, I'm glad that the Dice Tower finally decided to add some personality to their group. Ooh, that's a bit. <laughs> what? That is what? A bit another, no, another sick I, I, burn. They, that <laughs> is a bit harsh. Another All right, sick Richard. Burn. All right, Richard. That is a Did bit. Did you not harsh. listen to Z on Sporadically Bored? I like Z. I love Z. I think Z. Yeah. I, I think if and he loves any game that's like under thirty him, minutes. I can go up to him and talk about anything. You just trust anybody yeah. who's bald. That's your biggest thing. No, this is my anybody thing. Who's bald, you, know, you think it's you your best know friend, like you're in some sort of club, no, like the no, men's hair this club. Is my, <laughs> this is my I'm thing, and I'm a member of that club. I, I'd like to point out that this is very, very well covered up. Jerry, and I know not all of us are like you, who you know basically oh, go around like a lion. Oh my god! I he can't just even run my about his fingers hair through my hair. They get stuck. <laughs> I don't even want to know about because you know this is turning a corner, which I don't want to see. Anyway, <laughs> let's go. I'm going to cut across everybody, and I'm going to say that going back to Cloud Star Spire quickly was that okay. Fine, this is your show. I've listened now to a couple of reviews, like no pun included, who basically said this was a disaster of a game. So mm. it very much so. I don't think everything's positive. I think it depends on the level that you're at. I think when you're beginning out, I think it's pretty difficult for you to give um, a really, really harsh negative review of something. Yeah, because people are less likely to say, "Well, I'm not sending that guy a game because you know last game that we sent to him, he said it was crap." Yeah. So I get, I kind of get that. But also, I, f- I firmly kind of fall on the Ben Maddox kind of side, which is it's not, <laughs> it's not your job to be sugarcoating everything. Mm. Um, it's your job to kind of, your job is to, as you said, is to make people restrain on whether or not they purchase and stuff. So and, it's and that, different. And that was my thought. Ben Maddox stole my thought. Is that why you don't do reviews, Richard? Or is it because your opinion just sucks? Why, why don't you do reviews? Well, it just goes to show how interested and how much research you do because <laughs> I have an entire blog. He talks about Charterstone on his YouTube. Oh, if it's written, not spoken, I don't care about it. And I'm I've sorry. done videos as well. I've just I, oh, I've done Richard, a couple of videos. Richard, yeah. I, I did do I some really, research. Go ahead, Gabby. 
I really enjoyed your media empire <laughs> talking about <laughs> just the control because it's so true. It's like even between me and Jerry. Yeah. I, we both work very full time jobs. This yeah. our podcast really is just a labor of love. We love being around each other. We love obviously we love talking and we want everyone else to hear what we have to say. <laughs> so it's just very clear. But uh it's it takes a lot of work to operate Instagram, YouTube, Tumblr, Snapchat. I mean, all these various things to try and get your, you know what? If nobody's listening. Hey, Jerry, nobody's listening to us. We need to promote ourselves. It takes a lot of work to do all that stuff, to be a media empire. And that's what Jerry has often said. And he's. We give dice, dice, dice. We give dice to our hard, hard time. We give dice to our hard time. That was Australian, we, right? Exactly. I'd like to point that was, that was almost, a Mel Gibson accent. Yeah, I mean, we give. I'm thinking you're trying to go London. Hard accent. London. London. We give the dice to our go. really hard no, time. No, yeah. you got to go. That, I prefer Jason Statham. Got to go. Right. <laughs> Megalodon. I just like. Shark. You, have you seen the film Snatch? Of course. of course, of course, you've seen the films. Now. Yeah, call me Turkish. Call me Turkish. <laughs> <laughs> but but I call was... him Tommy because he thinks he's named after a gun. But I was <laughs> for me now he's named after a ballerina. But uh, Jerry often says Tom Vassell, Vassell a Raptor, Who? is uh-huh. is a businessman. And he knows what he's doing as far as that's concerned. And to do all the things that Dice Tower has accomplished has required a lot of work. Whereas for us, and you and Ben talked about this, like, is it, oh wait, maybe it's sporadically bored. I, I get all y'all mm-hmm. confused over there in Europe. But y'all talked about the difference between, you know, these podcasts that you're doing it for the love of it or you're doing it for work. But you're trying to, at the same time, it'd be nice if you make, could make a living off of it, right? I don't know if I'd want to. No? I don't know if I'd want to. Because um, it's a very much a buyer's market. Very, very much a buyer's market. And there's also, there's, there's very much, um, it's very much like a, um, it's very much like Ben says, it's a dead man's shoes kind of situation there are only four or five kind of big players that are kind of getting kind of um you know like you said your heavy cardboards of this world your kind of um your dice towers and stuff like that and, and you know even kind of rodney smith and kind of watch it played and you know they're doing so a lot of them are doing previews and stuff like that a lot of them are doing kind of paid for videos and stuff not reviews not paid reviews nobody's kind of you know not a lot of them are doing kind of that kind of nonsense but i wouldn't like to but there's always somebody who's willing to do it everybody else is kind of like fighting for the scraps and and the price point is very can be very very low to the it can be quite difficult it can be easy to end up in a situation i think where you're doing like 70 hour weeks in order to get the same amount of money that if you just work down the local mcdonald's or something like that because yeah, I know of a lot. True. I know people that work in a full full time on it, and uh, they work full time. But the, you know they're getting money through like a Patreon, or they're getting money through like a Kickstarter or something like that. But they're still having to supplement their income 
by doing kind of preview work and other work off to the side as well. So, have you, have you ever thought about a Patreon? I've got one. You do? <laughs> oh yeah, and that reminds me: if you've got a chance, please donate to Dan Hughes Patreon. Dan Hughes he needs Patreon. to get some speakers for his his computer, <laughs> his Hewlett Packard. <clears throat> yeah, like he needs I, that. that would be like if we could get a Patreon where enough people supported us because it is not cheap. I mean, like literally just the other day, my Podbean account re-upped me and it was a hundred and something dollars. Jerry, you need to pay me mm-hmm. like half of that, right? Yeah, gotcha. And then then we have our website, boardgamesnobs.com, which requires money. Then not to mention the mixer, the microphones we and all that website. stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. this stuff it costs money we have not paid i mean it's just we've just done it for love of the game so far yeah but, but what it what the it deal is nice though to- is that we we do this because we're amateurs and we enjoy Obviously. it and it's we have fact- no aspirations that we're going to someday be along the levels of uh anybody else basically right. and the fact is is that we would do this whether nobody listened or not we were doing the same podcast when five people were listening to us as we are now that 50 we love to hear ourselves to speak more than anyone else. Right. And I mean, it cracks us up more than anybody else. And, and I have to go back to what Gombe had talked about regarding Tom Vassell. Often I've said that Tom Vassell is a very wise businessman and he, he has done things for the board game community that nobody else has because he very strategically, got people involved in board game media that were talented and allowed them to kind of put their put their act out there and people come and watch. He, he's kind of like the news of board games. Whereas now, when I fell out of, I don't want to say I fell out of love with the Dice Tower, but I stopped listening to the Dice Tower simply because as Ben Maddox and several other people, even Dan Hughes has pointed out in the past, the more that you're into board gaming, the less that you are into that that type of media. You're more into the person. You're more into mm-hmm. being entertained and hearing what's going on and having personalities. And so in, in my mind, that's kind of what what our podcast, The Board Game Snobs, is always about. We're about restraint. We're telling you, don't buy this game. It sucks. Don't Don't follow the hotness. And we're more into... The person listening and becoming more uh, attached to us, because we have a small community of people who interact with us very frequently, and I, it, it's it's almost a measure of pride to know that we we know our listeners or our fans, so to speak, by name. We interact with them on Instagram and on our Facebook and so forth, and it, it fans. Has created- That's very presumptuous. Yeah, well, it created a community that listeners. We feel like these people buy games because they know that we are honest about our opinions. We're not. We have impeccable taste. Come on, and we do have impeccable taste, and it's it's just one of those it's just one of those things that it it, it feels like we have created a community around ourselves, and and through our our high quality podcasting and our opinions, and that that has enrich people's lives dare i say much like yourself oh, yes. <laughs> we're about i haven't i mean the thing with me is i i haven't created the community that's interesting I mean, you know, because I, I, I listen to you religiously richard and i don't say that just because i i, I knew of you before um 
before Dan Hughes and all those those other English podcasters kind of pointed you out, I listened to your your podcast simply because I enjoyed your style of of interview and just the fact that it was it, it, it's it, it was always very nice that you'd have people on and and have this very nondescript discussion with them like let them just let them talk and let it go where it wants to what's what was that what was the guy that used to interview actors what was the name of that show gobby you know who i'm talking about yes i can't remember i can't remember the guy's name but that that's kind of how it feels like it feels like you're catching people off guard and putting a mic in front of their face and just letting them talk for an hour and a half and i, I enjoyed that that's that's the type of media that i consumed rather than listening to the Dice Tower podcast, or or shut up and sit James down. James Lipton. James Lipton, thank you. You're the James Lipton of <laughs> board game podcasting. That's who you are. That's who you are. And uh, that that's that's the type of media that we listen to. Even though there are a few select members of the board game media industry that I respect their opinion. Like I, I will l- wait and listen to like Efka. For instance, I don't listen. Yeah. I don't listen to his podcast. I don't listen to his hmm. show very often. But when I'm looking for a game, I will often go and see what his wife has to say about it. Uh, because <laughs> yeah, she, yeah. she is a very uh, there's something about about them as a whole. If they recommend a game, I feel pretty confident about well, it. They, they, they've why, not led me astray too often. That's why we gave up on calling, calling ourselves in any way, shape, or form reviewers because you want a reviewer like Elaine and Efka can like break down a game, describe it. They'll use adjectives and nouns I didn't know existed in describing a game. <laughs> and it's just like, wow, they really know what they're doing. And I'm just like, yeah, I kind of liked it quite a bit. It was a pretty good game. And that's it. Well, I, I, that's the kind. That's the kind of opinion that I respect, though, when it's coming from yourself, Gobby. I mean, I just I like that kind of, you know, this is really fun. I can pick it up. You like the country? I'm very fine. clever. I can lift two of these kind of thing. Well, I'm you know, glad I like, you enjoy. I like that, that kind of. I want okay. you to know, Richard, you know. that not all Texans talk like that. It's just the smart ones. Oh, oh. hey, Jerry, do your Matthew McConaughey. I'm not doing my Matthew McConaughey. Jerry, not do for it. this. Richard I'm needs not to know. We did. On. We did. I, I did Sean Connery for the Scots. Well, no, I can't. I don't do. I don't think that was well. Sean Connery. I don't think that was Sean Connery. I wasn't sure. I. I the, see the thing I is, am right, the last is that um, I do this because it's fun, and I do it because I like speaking to people, and I don't think it's ever going to be any bigger than what it is. I don't think I'm going to have that. How many? How many downloads you get? <laughs> I don't think I'm going to have that eureka moment where all of a sudden I get 20 million thousand downloads. Uh, and I also think, and I, I spoke to the, about this recently, and it's one of the reasons that... Um, wait till you release this pod- one. Well, it's one of the reasons why the podcast is going to have a little holiday for a while is because um, I think people like listening about people talking about games. And I think the interview podcast kind of thing is only take, it kind of takes you so far. And I think if you're happy doing that and speaking to people all the time, then that's fine. But I think you get to a point where, and you can be, you know, you can get to a point where I like connecting with people so I have a connection so I can go on and talk 
to people afterwards. And sometimes with the way that people are going for the PR and the marketing approach, you can speak to people and you never ever hear from them again. And they were only ever on so they could talk about their shitty product, which can sometimes be a little bit, which can sometimes be a little bit of a kind of a, oh, okay. But at the same time, I can't, I can honestly put my hand in my heart and say, I've made some genuinely really, really good friends that I hope to kind of like stay in contact with for as long as long as I possibly as I possibly can um, when we first started up the, 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 the interesting thing is when I started off I was me and another guy called Colin who were doing the podcast and then what, what happened, happened to him was, what happened to him he's we still were, ab- he's right he's still ab- he's still about and okay because me and Gabby were talking we're still about friends. Richard and we figured I meant you to had talk a row Richard. No, 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 no. It's uh, not like that. It's wait. just time. It's Richard. time. I meant yeah. to talk to you about your first episode. Mm-hmm. You clearly had no microphones or anything. <laughs> but clearly, it was clearly bad. It was the, you just turned on your computer and like pressed. It was record. a snowball. It was a snowball. <laughs> we had a snowball plugged in, but I knew nothing about audacity so and that's sound what I, quality right, and right. noise that's, reduction. And, well, that was my thing. We, it's a, like a. It's a big learning curve. Like me and Jerry on our first podcast, Jerry had an idea of what he wanted board game snobs to be be about. He tried in that first episode. I think I threw him off course because I just wanted to talk with my buddy Jerry. Jerry was trying to be like this board game connoisseur, mostly sewer. That's old family yes. joke. Yeah, that's that's exactly <laughs> what we wanted. I, I started the podcast with the idea that we were going to be the contrary. The 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 people who were griping about all the hot games that were out there and going, this is why you don't need to buy them. And for some reason, and we had a a single lavalier mic that we shared between us. <laughs> and as time went on, like I was like, all right, Jerry, we got to buy some <laughs> we got to buy some microphones. They're a little bit expensive. I need fifty dollars from you to get some decent microphones. Then I bought a mixer. And now you hear the high quality product you are receiving. And also, we yeah. completely dropped the whole idea of us being connoisseurs. If anything, we started Mostly drinking sewer. during the podcast, <laughs> and then it kind of went downhill. Started I drinking. think it's just really, really difficult to be negative about stuff all the time. I think it's easy to be. Um, I think it's easier to be passionate about something than it is to be negative about something and finding the fault. Colin's fine, by the way. Colin's doing okay. Um, Does he have a podcast? This lockdown is. Hmm? Does he have a podcast? No, he doesn't. Oh, well, then he's not doing fine. If you don't have a podcast, interest. we can't really. <laughs> no, he's doing fine. He's doing fine. It just we. What happened was that we were finding it more and more difficult to kind of record to find time to record and also stick with a format where you're kind of playing games and then we would not get around to playing certain games and then and then out of the, and then from whatever reason the interview stuff kind of took off and and then there's been other things that have occurred which meant every time you kind of go back it's kind of like oh you know it's it's not happened again whether it's going to happen again in the future I don't know but I have toyed with, I continually toy with the thought of having a kind of a wingman you need or it. Wing, wing person. You need it bad, Richard. Like, you need a co-host. That's, you know. that's your key to success. If you would, two, yeah. two things, get you a co-host who will mm-hmm. do sound effects and tell dry jokes and puns. Zoinka, zoinka. 
and interrupt you at inopportune times and also to grow your fan yeah. base take to Twitter and just mm. start calling people out that's the two key things you need to start doing <laughs> get on Twitter and get a co-host that's and your gold that golden geek you can taste it Richard you can I don't taste want a golden it. geek I don't need to go no. what do you need well you this know. is our thing that's what I d- we discussed in our I previous podcast I need the golden geek no. Richard I need it to, to no. validate my my pride <laughs> You do a fantastic job. I know I, mean, I, I do a fantastic think, job. I need recognition, oh, Richard. Richard. I don't knows. think you realize how good you guys You're are. You're talking in nonsense, kind of little dick. We don't, you know, I need actually. That golden geek. We don't because we only get I don't need it. a few I downloads so a week. Bad. I don't need it. Why would I need it? What difference does it make? So people often refer to, okay, so I, I was talking hmm. to uh, Kellen Laker, I think is his last name, the Board Game Barrage. Like I mess, yeah. I messaged him on uh, Instagram DM, and he's like, "Dan Hughes is talking about y'all." And at that time, I knew Dan Hughes from This Game Is Broken. I didn't know that this game, he was no longer on that. He's <laughs> like, "No, sporadically bored." And I was like, "I had," and that's the problem. There are so many board game podcast i was like i knew this game is broken i did not know sporadically bored i was like okay so i started to listen then from sporadically bored then i heard of uh jerry knew you before but i didn't know of we're not wizards and it's like it just one thing connects to another and it's like there are so many board game podcasts it really is it's amazing that anybody hears anything and i knew of dan hughes just simply because he's the elderly man who uh has his daughter review games for him on the Dice Tower. <laughs> yes, so I, I knew I knew a You band. knew Cora. So nice. You knew Cora. I knew Cora. Dan and Cora. That is a that yeah. is a great idea. If if my children would behave better, because I have some really cute kids, uh I, I could use them to, to review games, but they're not just not in the board games. Not to mention your actual story with your children. But yeah. I know. Yeah, because I yeah, and so it's just that's just how it is. But the, Dan Hughes has it figured out. He has it figured out. He he is he is the uh, he support is Dan the, Hughes Patreon. We suggest <laughs> yes, and if you if, if you like to support somebody on their Patreon, then go and you know Dan Hughes. If you like Dan Hughes and please support Dan. Like Dan Hughes, please help Dan get a new back glass for his <laughs> his vehicle. It got knocked out by some. Uh, drunk I, think he's tra- I think he's trying to buy a Tesla yeah. right now. If you want to buy a Tesla, just give Dan Hughes some more money. They're expensive. Teslas are really, really expensive. What do you guys want to do, though? I mean, what do you want to achieve apart from, you know, Jerry's vacuous desire to have like a Golden Geek Award? Adulation. Make him adulation. Think he wants constant adulation. Do you know what? Just to point this out, Jerry, right? You don't want to win. I don't. It, because when you win, yeah. you get taken off the list. You're out well, of the conversation. So you can't compete. You can't get the publicity. You're, you're, you've got to be like you are in life. Here, the greatest here's a, runner here's, up. <laughs> here's a secret. Here's a secret. We already right. we already completed what we wanted to do with the podcast. I'd often told right. Gobby prior to get that, on. We're not wizards. There you go, Jerry. Yeah, you yeah to get on. We're not wizards. Um, but yeah. also to to be able to at one point, I I wanted to fi- kind of have connections within the the board game community just in case one day I ever decide to design a board game or something of that nature that I would have people that could kind of to have those connections and then I realized one day that me and Bubba uh, Bubba is going to have to be the one to design the board game I'm just not uh, I'm just not smart enough and then I, I, are you I had familiar sh- with Bubba Richard no 
Bubba, he's our fourth member of our podcast that comes on like every 102 episodes. He's yeah. actually sitting in the room with me right now, Jerry. He's been uh, is Bubba listening. there? He's, he's been sitting okay. here listening this whole time. Well, Bubba, Bubba's the man that will take board game uh, the board games by storm one day when he designs a game and I get to uh, be the he gives person. us our diversity the, ratio. <laughs> yes, the co-designer, the co-designer. Bubba's also the oh person. Oh my goodness! He's also the person that we uh, we've run by all of our uh, all of our jokes and make sure uh, and make sure all of our other stuff is is uh, socially acceptable. He tends to tone us down. He's the he's the opinion that shapes where the board game stops go. But, but seriously, uh, go ahead, Jerry. Seriously, what do you want from our podcast, Jerry? I, 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 like I said, we were successful. I said, one of these days, we will have somebody send us a game without us requesting it or asking for it. We're just going to sit and mind our own business until one day some big mainstream publisher sends us a game. Yeah. I, I remember when that happened. Uh, WizKids. Tuesday. WizKids. No, no. <laughs> WizKids sent us a game. Like, just app yeah. up and for no reason, just send us a game. And we hated it. And we told everybody that we hated it, and then we we I think we lit it on fire, and then I thought, well, there there we go. That's where that's what Enrique, integrity will Enrique get you. really it was something you need to do. We did it was Star Trek we, conflict. Star oh, yes. Trek conflict. Conflict. Enrique wanted to light it on fire. It was a terrible flicking game, atrocious. Jerry said it was atrocious, but then what did they send you? Flotilla. Flotilla. I know. And Flotilla uh. looks kind of decent. But Jerry has no qualms about asking for a game. I'll beg. I'll plead. I have no I have no pride. Except Quite But as ask, for me Why'd you need to why'd you need to beg and plead? I mean you've got <laughs> are you in okay, so are you in for it for that? Because there are people that I know no. that kind of want it for the because I'll tell you something, see getting free games? And this is going to sound controversial. Oh, let's it's go. A pain in, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because it's not that. It's just that I get games sent, yeah? And I want to just spend my days creating content upon content upon content exactly. upon content. Exactly. Because I'd love to, I would just love to set up like, set up a game and just muck about with it and just create something out of it, have the characters talking to each other and just doing stupid things. And I'd love to do stuff like that because I don't think there's enough of it. But I'd love to. And then and then I feel guilty because it's like you get to the point sometimes it's just all oh, better. You write a review or you do a video when you're like, I would really love the time to kind of do more, but it takes an awful lot of time to put stuff well, kind of together. Well, Richard, that's a pain that we want. We, if there's any publishers listening, <laughs> please hurt us. Hurt us badly. That's a pain that we want. Well, no, well we, we, we received uh, a, a Tasty Minstrels. Tasty uh, Minstrel? TMG. They sent us Chrono Corsairs without us asking. That's nice. It was atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> we, we only mm-hmm. get sent games that we hate for some reason. I, I like it. No, I like, I like games. You like I like games sent games. I do like getting this because there's nice, there's something nice about having something new and and something you can look over, and there's the excitement there, and then it's an excuse to kind of, you know, try and get the, try and get my son kind of more involved in games and stuff like that. He's only kind of he's he's young, he's only seven, but we're trying to trying to get him kind of more involved in the games and kind of away from the away from the kind of screen is kind of 
Well, it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's okay. Well, we we have clearly said in our uh, in our podcast, like, look, they sent us to this, mm. and it's uh, yeah, they sent it to us, and we appreciate it, but we didn't like it. We're sorry. They probably will never send us games again. What we're trying to point out is that we have integrity, Richard. We just do. like you. We, we are do deep have integrity. Oh, I don't have integrity. integrity. I have no, I've never, never. No, I don't have any integrity. integrity. I am a, sh- you know. And I don't have any integrity. I got any um, integrity. It depends. <coughs> William it's Wallace. difficult because depending on who you speak to, you've got you've got either got lots of integrity or you've got no integrity. Because there are some people who think that the act of anybody receiving a board game itself automatically makes you kind of losing your integrity. Because therefore, you owe that because you're then going to write a review. Mm. therefore receiving the game free is kind of payment. And then there's other people who actively are like, well, you know, if somebody gets paid for a, a board game review, as long as they're declaring they're getting paid for a go- board game review, they don't have they don't have any issue with it, which is fine. So I don't, I don't know. I just, do you know what? I get ideas and I'm just like, <laughs> I just want to create that thing because it's funny for me. What is and your as ideas, long as I'm, Richard? What are your ideas? As long as, as long as I'm doing something that's funny for me, that's the main thing. Pretty much. I'd love to do a song and dance number. About what? I'd love to actually just, you know, muck around and sing on stuff. I'd like do you, to do, do kind you of more sing? voices and stuff. Yeah, I used to do musical theatre so I can now, do lots of stuff. Now, I didn't know this. What what musical theatre did you do? Um, I was in West Side Story, Jesus Christ Superstar. I did the Full Monty musical. Um I need to know about this Full Monty musical. What, who who of were, who, of were you? who were you? I was. I played the character of Malcolm, who was the pigeon-chested guy that was the guard at the local factory who tried to gas himself in his car. And then, you know, <laughs> what what musical um, was this? Uh, the, the film, the film Monty musical. I've never but seen at the it. End, I've never seen it. But at the end, I'll bet you, you have seen it. The, oh, okay, I bet you have, but you've got it in DVD and Blu-ray. Um, it was fun. No, it was fun. It was absolutely amazing. I've spoken about it before. I spoke about it quite recently, but it was a lot, yeah, an awful lot of fun to do. Shows are brilliant. You know, that's why I got the buzz for creation. That's why I don't mind about, I guess, going in front of a camera or talking a podcast and showing off or being self deprecating kind of deprecating yeah, yeah. thank you for throwing me a, a lifeline so that, well, that's I knew, my I thing, knew in the past it? Richard that you did reviews of like video games is that correct yeah I, yeah I did and I still do from time to time I get um, there's a comp- there's a website out there called bonus stage bonus stage bonus stage and I have written reviews on there and I'm quite happy to on occasion, write reviews for pretty terrible games because I think <laughs> there's nothing more entertaining for yourself than writing a review about a some like a game that because the video games, video games is different because video games you're usually dealing with like a PR company, and they are they're you terrible. Know, it's not, yeah, it's not like you're phoning up. It's not like you're phoning up kind of you know, you know, phoning up Jamie Stegmaier and going Jamie, Jamie. Charstone rubbish, ha ha! It's kind of thing, and just hearing him, hearing him sob, hearing him sob on the other side. I've not played tapestry. I did play Charstone, and me and my me and my middle son, we are enjoyed it. 
a lot so we we had fun with it um so you know and it's i think i did a video review on it and i said it's the biggest kind of your mileage may vary game kind of going there because i know some people that absolutely adore it mm-hmm. i know some people that absolutely hate it so what, what's your uh it's sidetracking you to video games what's your favorite video games Sure, Jerry. Whatever. You take over this whole conversation. I'm taking Richard, over the podcast. Richard, I'm going to ask dark. you a question. No, if there's I'm something you look something. for, Stop. if you look for in interviewees, what quality the dark do you Souls look for? series of games. Well, in interviewees. Like if, when mm-hmm. you interview people, what keeps you engaged? Mm-hmm. Have you ever like interviewed somebody and they're like, oh my God, they're so boring. Oh my God, I don't have no, no, I don't care no, what they say. No, or do you no, interview people no. that you know no, you're going to I've like? I've interviewed people, I've interviewed people where the conversation has to go in a certain direction to get them to warm up a bit. Okay. So I've always got this rule is that I've, if I walk away from doing an episode and I'm like, um, that wasn't a great show. <laughs> Are you thinking then, that right now? Then it's my fault. It's my fault. It's not the guest's you fault think because so? the guest hasn't done this. No, I disagree. Three hundred odd times. I don't know. I don't. I think that there's some people who, I think there's some people that that are naturally quite extrovert and a bit gregarious, or even if they're introverted, they know how to kind of chat and they know how to kind of just be part of a conversation. But I think there's some people who need help in a certain direction and need to reach their, reach their comfort zone. You need, need, need to have Enrique on. We just need this to have is my Enrique. thing. I will tell you this. When it comes to people, when it comes to just mm. meeting people, the, my social circle, and this is a mm-hmm. perhaps a weakness on my part, I don't, enj- I don't appreciate depth. I don't appreciate character. You can philosophize, you can be deep, you can think about the world, what you want. All Literally, my wife has told me this, all I require is that you make me laugh. If you can crack a joke and make me laugh, we're best friends. Is that just a make, weakness or yes, a positive? If you just make fart jokes around Darby. <laughs> exactly. See, right there, I just said it. There he is. That's it. You just said So fart I can jokes. just be go. I can just do this. I can just go. I can just go. Tarzan through the jungle with the belly ache wants to go to toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Too late. Gold, Richard. Gold. gold. Solid gold. Is that a weakness or is that a plus? I just, I don't know. That's throughout my life. If you've been able to make me laugh, you can be a terrible person, perhaps, but I appreciate you. You're just Jeffrey Dahmer. If Jeffrey place. Dahmer cracked a few jokes, I'd be a, f- a head in his freezer. <laughs> You'd be a lampshade s- quicker than sunset. <laughs> He's up there like, I'm killing them. I'm killing them. <laughs> I'm killing it. That's amazing. Uh, that's and that's amazing. like, I, and, and, and there, there's people that have good senses of humor. It's like, they might be terrible people, but it's, I don't know. It's a weakness of mine. I just, if you can make me laugh, and there's very few, and not, the, I, I like, Certain senses of humor. I like dark humor. I like just whatever. I appreciate old humor. Laurel and Hardy, Abbott and Costello. Who's on first? Whatever. If you can make me laugh. Buster Keaton. Buster Keaton. <clears throat> Charlie Chaplin. Buster Keaton. Exactly. Anything like that. Not Charlie Chaplin. No? Nah, he's not funny. Really? <laughs> nah, he's not that funny. <laughs> oh, really? He's not that funny. He's just dancing around. He's not that funny. He just dances about and, and twir- does a smile. Twirls his cane. You know, got his little moustache going on. 
you know. Got his Hitler mustache. Style. <laughs> exactly. So while, while, while Gobby's entertained with his, uh, with his fart jokes, I, I, I'm going back to the video games. I'm sidetracking mm-hmm. this podcast. Tell me, Richard. Tell me. Yeah. Yeah. Your favorite. Dark Souls. Dark, the Dark Souls. Souls. The Dark Souls series of games. I'm currently doing a Soul Level 1 run on Dark Souls, which is where you play the first game, but you don't level up your character. But you level up all your weapons and all your equipment, and you fight through the entire game without leveling up once. So I've been doing that now for a couple of weeks. And it's a challenge on mechanics and stuff like that. And I start, yeah, I, that kind of whole series, the Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3, Bloodborne, they're just my, they're games that I would come back to again and again. I love games like Horizon Zero Dawn was amazing. I thought the new Tomb, Ma- Tomb Raider remake was amazing. Anything along those lines, which Tomb Raider know, was amazing. Absolute was my absolute bag. You know that all sounds very difficult. But I once played Viticulture without the El Grande worker, so I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so you know, Dark Souls. <laughs> I made a mistake. I made a mistake in Viticulture in that, and that was like one of my moments where it was kind of like. Hey, have you ever made a mistake in a game where you learn, learn later on that you were making a mistake in a game and you just ruined your life? And it's like, yeah, viticulture. When I thought that when you planted the vines, that when you harvested the grapes, you removed the vines. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's a big mistake. Rather than keeping the vines planted, we we all read the rules wrong. Well, I, when I say we... I mean myself. So did read the rules wrong, and then therefore every time somebody harvested some grapes, they removed the 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 vines out, <laughs> and uh, it meant that it took ages, literally ages. And nobody for stopped anybody. you. Nobody stopped you. There was no divine intervention. <laughs> there was nobody that <laughs> went, "Hey, this is this is this is bullshit." <laughs> you know, there's nobody that kind of stopped to win. This is extraordinarily difficult for me to actually have any grapes in the presser ready to make wine. So I realized that kind of later on. And, and, so and do you know what, ha- that do you know what happened when I realized that, that mistake? Great. Well, do you know what happened when I realized that mistake? Hmm. Nothing. Nothing, because it's just a board game. You know, stop taking everything so seriously. So what's, what, is, what, what are some of your favorite games? You don't have to say your number one, number two, whatever. Just like, what are some of your, one. what is your favorite games? My favorite game, let me just, I'm just going to turn around and have a look at my, my cupboard. Okay. That's French for closet. Cupboard? Cupboard. Cupboard. Jean-Luc Cupboard. He's the uh, the weird uncle that hit the clock. <laughs> Jean-Luc Cabad. Drinking Merlot. You need to stop talking about that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought it was Merlot. The line must be drawn here. Um, Merlot is uh, Merlin's evil cousin. <laughs> but he's yeah, not I'd a wizard. That, I mean, I maybe mean, Richard I mean, is um, Merlot. Maybe I'm We're not Merlot. wizards. I'm Merlot. Um, what was I going to say? Right, okay, stop it. <laughs> Is it, sec- is it secret? Is it safe? I am the last one. F- full of a took. Um, Ashes Rise of the Phoenix Born. 
has always been mm-hmm. a really firm favourite of mine. I really like Viticulture, um, oh, which is nice. that's my uh, um, previously number one game. I love that game. I love it solo. The it. Captain is Dead. Not that's anymore. a good one. I like Wait, it. which one? I Captain really is like Dead? Captain is Dead. A, a co-op, uh, eh? Jerry said he didn't care for that one. It was okay. Jerry, I, Richard, I like co-ops. Go. <laughs> I don't like having to cooperate um, with people, but it was good. better than Pandemic. Um, I've been playing a little, I've been getting my teeth around Anachrony. Oh, that is, that's a good one. Anachrony's a good a, one. That's a good game. That's a good game. But that's a bit. That's a bit. Okay. Who's your favorite right. guests that you've ever had Who's on the show favorite, and why was Who's my favorite us? guest? Who's your favorite guest that we've ever had on Besides the show? Besides Ben Maddox. Ben Maddox. You're, ben Maddox you're, is pretty good. You're now on our yeah, show. Yeah, but then... Or cost um, I'm just trying to think. I'm just trying to think. I'm trying to try to think. Who's my favorite guest? Oh, that's so difficult because they're like all my children, and I kind of, I, I kind of, I kind of really. Do you know what I like? My favorite type. Do you know what my favorite type of guest is? The type of person that you just get into a laugh and a joke and a conversation, and then you realize that you need to press the record button at some point <laughs> because you're having. You know, you just start talking to somebody and you instantly kind of feel comfortable and relaxed with them that you just, you, you then go, oh, we better start kind of recording. So, um, you're welcome. I always Thank have, you. A, I always have a lot of fun. <laughs> I always have a lot of fun with, um, just try to think. Bez, they've always been really, really good fun. I mean, I can't, I can't, um, I can't. Like Mike, I mean, in all fairness, Mike Delisio is really, really nice to kind of. He is. He's a pleasure. Like, they are really, really nice to talk to. I'm just a trying real to keep pleasure. Really, really good fun, uh, or not really, really good fun, but just really, really interesting. Daniel Newman, I don't like the man, but he's always good for a laugh. Um, <laughs> John, 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 and he's like that. Um, John Gilmore was pretty you know it was pretty fun there's just so like i'm going down there's just like so many people that i could just say but they were all individually like good good fun and good times and i ended up spending kind of like an hour talking to these people which but i mean there's certain ones that there's certain ones that you remit that you kind of they'll stick out you know um that were always kind of really really kind of really really interesting i've not really had I don't really go go in assuming kind of a lot about people. And, and in fact, sometimes I'll not even bother kind of doing a huge amount of research because I want to find out things that this, I, I think there's something really sincere about a genuine reaction to somebody's kind of situation as well. Do you know what I mean? Because I, I know of so many things. It's like, well, that's why I generally don't kind of do show notes and big lists of questions as well. Because I do, I don't. Yeah. I think if you have a if you have a real if you look too much into the person, then it's too easy to kind of make assumptions. Basically. Yeah, I've noticed on your Twitter, you'll like just tweet, and you're like, show notes will come later. Yeah. <laughs> and they're usually in the episode. I you're try usually to in the tweet you. I mean, just FYI. She's usually a little bit of a list. She's usually just a little bit of but a list. But yet I noticed you never retweet us. That's interesting. Well, that's because <laughs> you're not paying me enough, if anything at all. So We'll set up a Patreon. And I'm really rubbish. I'm rubbish at that. I'm rubbish at that. I'm, remember, you know, if you, yeah, and it's like, 
and we've already established that if we're doing Patreons, we're talking about Dan. Right. <laughs> no, but our, uh, our he's going to be please, so please, please donate to Dan Hughes Patreon. Yes. He needs and our that thousands computer. of listeners will be listening to this. So Richard, if they need to find you, where could they find you at? <laughs> like, where would they go to find where you're at? Richard, like, on, on your own you? podcast, tell us yes. where we can find yes. you. How could people hear more of the smooth? <laughs> Uh, interviews. Well, if you go to we're not if you go to we're not wizards.com, you'll find the podcast. Dot ASMR. If you if you go to we're if you go to we're not wizards.co.uk, you'll find all the reviews. Oh, yeah. If you want to look at the photographs, if you go to instagram.com forward slash we're not wizards. If you like to um, look at the videos, it's we're not wizards. It's uh, youtube.com forward slash c forward slash we're not wizards tabletop podcast. I do enjoy. Hey, Richard, do. on your videos. Yeah. Yes. Do you have a microphone? I'm sorting out when I've got a lav mic that I'm going to start using. <laughs> I was like, uh, listen, so I listened to your mo- uh, your second most recent one, not your most, not the media empire, but yeah. the one before that. And I was like, Richard, come on, get a microphone. Yeah, I know. That's all sorted out. It's all getting, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to uh, be doing more. And you it? need that. To get that, go to Richard's Patreon and donate so he can get it. <laughs> Don't. Patreon.com forward slash we're not wizards. There you thank go. You. Um, there you go. Shilling for myself. Where can we find you on the internet webs, though? Are we on the internet? Because uh, it's a, just a great big light that shines in the sky, go, and it's been sending us all this information. Go to the board game snobs, uh, 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 shining light in the clouds, and you'll see us. It looks like a and it's not even it's not even sending us through the mail, <laughs> and that's good because I don't even have to write back. I can just look at the screen, and I can just type what I want, and sometimes it comes up. And sometimes I search in the search history, and I get all different types of stories as well. And do you realize something, that there's more than two types of music as well, <laughs> apart from country and western? It blew my Don't mind. Don't you dare there's blend bluegrass. country and western. That's two different things. Uh, <laughs> just meet us down by the uh, Home Depot. And you we'll, can uh, find... <laughs> you search any... Po- Tell you what, you bring the bottle of eight ball, and I'll bring ourselves some smokes, and we'll have ourselves the best we, uh, time. Richard, we had a a friend of our podcast send me uh, uh, all sorts of beef jerkies. Jerry, I ate them all. I'm sorry. They're gone. <laughs> what? You ate the meat? They're gone. Sorry. You ate the, the, the Louisiana meat? They're gone. You They're ate gone. all the Scots They're, meat. They're gone. I ate them all. I will have to purchase more on my own a penny, which I won't do. But yeah, he <laughs> sent them. I ate them. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm confessing this on this podcast. There you go. And on that note, uh, board game snobs <laughs> on pretty much any podgrass pod podgrass. Okay, I've had one too many gl- I've had I've, I've been drinking Glen Livet in honor of you, Richard. Ding 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 ding. What? Okay, so in in Scotland itself, <laughs> in Scotland itself, is there like a a go. preferred? Is there like a Bud Light of Scottish whiskeys? Richard doesn't drink. I don't drink, so you I don't, don't know. Drink. I don't care. He would know that. No. He would know that if you did your research, uh, Gabby. So, no, I did do my research, that. but would I, guess, I guess I missed that episode. Research. Okay, right. well, then I've been drinking Glenn Livet. Calling this to, I'm calling this to a close because it's turning into a dumpster fire that's going down the river, <laughs> and everybody's having a great time cooking s'mores. There you go. This is a good dumpster fire, though. Boardgamesnobs.com. It's the best dumpster fire. I really like that your impersonations are spot on. 
I feel warm. Thank you. You feel like a thank you, you feel like a third cousin twice removed to me. Well, that's good because you can also call me uncle, <laughs> which is the same thing. <laughs> you, you can anytime you're down here in southeastern Oklahoma, you can't you stop in. Well, because sh- the stars at night are big and bright, deep in the heart, deep in the heart, heart of Texas. Texas. Well, that's good stuff right there. Now I'm on board. That's amazing. Um, there's only two more things to do. The first thing is to remember that we're many things, but we're not wizards. <laughs> so I feel really kind of cagey about asking people from America if they're wizards now. We because <laughs> it's like no, out. some people in our area are wizards, but we, <laughs> we, Gabby and I are not wizards, nor ever have been. We're just not. We're just. We're is just that snobs. clear? That's that's clear as clear as thank you. It's clear as clear as clear as the, this is going to get blown up something on this. Clear, this is going to get blown up on Twitter. That is. This is why I'm. But we'll deal with it. We'll deal with <coughs> it. Stand then. side we'll by side. This and we'll promote this on our end as well, Richard. And we'll fight them all. And you'll get ones of additional listeners. That's more than I need, okay. and more than I deserve. And the second thing is to say goodbye. So it's a goodbye from Lord Punnington himself, <laughs> the rather wonderful, I've had a pun the time. rather fantastic, the follically challenged wonder and joy. Thank you. <laughs> is Gobby. Appreciate that. Say, say goodbye, Gobby. Bye-bye. And um, he's sweet. He's delicious. He's crunchy. That's because he's a baker. <laughs> It's Jerry Baker. Say goodbye, Jerry. Y'all have a nice day. A very nice day. Sure will. I'm taking my shirt off And it's a good... (laughs) I've already had mine off for hours. And it's a goodbye for me. Remember, stay safe. (laughs) Rule sixes. Make something awful. Until the next time. Y'all come back now. You here? (laughs) Bye-bye. A wizard is never late. Is he early? He arrives precisely when he means to.